Welcome to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses and totality becomes reality. My name is Matt. I'm one of the two co-hosts, and I am from originally from the east side of the state of Michigan, but now talking to you from a basement in Beer City, USA, Grand Rapids, Michigan. My other co-host is David, and he'll introduce himself. Hey, I'm David, um, and yeah, I'm just here from Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, just basically in a basement right now, sipping on a beer. Um, what are we drinking, Matt? Well, I'm drinking uh, a very fitting beer for Space Talk called Sunspot. It is a Hefeweizen Ale, German style, from Greenbush Brewing in Sawyer, Michigan, which is the southwest corner of Michigan for y'all that aren't from this beautiful state. Yeah, and that's, uh, beer's a beautiful thing here in the side of the the uh, Midwest here, so we're we're definitely in, in no shortage, um, that's for sure, but... Um, you know, I think uh, a beer has to accompany good conversation about uh, eclipses. Indeed it does. Yeah. So this, this uh, podcast, the goal of this podcast really is to not only share our experience about when we saw the 2017 total solar eclipse, which has been an interest of ours for a long time, but has catapulted our excitement for eclipses and space in general, but also the goal of this podcast is to uh, expand and share the enthusiasm of uh, future eclipses to others, um, really try to um, share our experience, get other people excited um, about things in the, in the future, like the 2024 eclipse. Uh, that's the next big one coming through the United States, for those that don't know. Um, and to maybe in doing so promote um, just the love of astronomy and space and just science in general. So, um, you know, really we'll, we'll kind of talk about our experience going down to Hopkinsville, Kentucky, which was renamed Eclipseville, uh, for August 21st, 2017. I think it was the um, whole, the whole week leading up to it, actually. It was, if I'm, mis- I, I'm probably wrong on that, but I think it was the whole week leading up to that. But folks, they have this place decked out. They had this place absolutely ready to go for Eclipseville. As you know, uh, if, if you followed eclipses before, um, eclipses are few and far between, but um, are generally pretty well predicted by now. So they are um, something well, well in advance, where Hopkinsville, for example, knew that they were going to be in the path of totality, that moment in which the sun, or the, uh, sorry, the moon is totally eclipsing the sun for a good two minutes and 40 seconds. Um, and so they had everything prepped. They had banners in the streets. They had paintings on the mur- murals on the bu- buildings. What else? They had actual full-on metal signs mm-hmm. for uh, specific viewing areas, too, which is, I, I thought was really cool. But, um, you know, I think the, the build-up to the eclipse... Um, I think that's a good place to start. I mean, I, mm. honestly, we didn't even know we were going. We were actually going to go to Hopkinsville until about three days before, just based on checking out the weather and all that. And um, you know, because that's it's hit or miss with when you're going to something like that. Obviously, you know, if you're listening, you you probably went through the same thing where you're like, okay, well, 
what's the weather what's the weather been like the last 10 years or something in a certain area and if you're looking to go in the center of totality you know you kind of have to plan well in advance just because of the amount of people that are going to this kind of thing um you know seeing that the, the last total eclipse that went through the u.s was in in 91 but mm. it was just a few you know states about a handful of states it went through um and the last time it was actually across the whole continental u.s was about 99 years ago so you can imagine the uh you know looking up and obviously looking up hotel rooms and all that kind of stuff was a headache and a nightmare but mm. we uh we had been talking about it for a few years now, and it, you know, my dad um, has really sparked interest since I was little with astronomy, and uh, it was a, a big thing on his uh, bucket list and our bucket list, and he got us excited about it uh, to go. And uh, we had a meeting uh, about two weeks beforehand, mm -hmm. just to you know, sort of kind of get a feel for what direction we wanted to go. We didn't really want to commit fully to one spot just because, you know, of that concern with weather and because you don't want to drive all the way south being where we are in Michigan and totally miss it because overcast. So, you know, my dad and I basically sat down a few days beforehand and, and said, all right, what are we going to do? What's the plan? And uh, we, we sat on Hopkinsville and it ended up being the best I think it the best decision we made. It was oh yeah, um, we, we had to stay a couple hours outside of Hopkinsville just to get a hotel, but uh, it was worth it. I Absolutely, think. yeah. So the the two other locations we were considering, as uh, David said, I'm sure many of you that have have uh, experienced the August twenty first, two thousand seventeen eclipse, you already probably know this from having looked at pretty much anywhere in the path of totality as a potential for. Uh, you and your family or your friends going to witness it, but we had uh, narrowed it down to Carbondale, Illinois, um, Jefferson City, Missouri, and very late in the game, Hopkinsville. And Jefferson City ended up being stormy, I think, right? Yeah, they. I think it was um, I, somewhere in the ballpark. I mean, obviously, I, did, I didn't honestly haven't even seen any real, um, you know, photos or videos or anything from from that location but um you know i i think it from what i heard it was a little bit um hit or miss a little bit overcast maybe a little bit of rain i think mm -hmm. um i think carbondale was was okay i think they ended up okay that's actually where we were one of the other locations too so it was you know as far as a prime viewing spot for uh for people you know commuting from the midwest right um but honestly and i, I don't even know at the end of the day, I don't know if you know this, but how many people actually ended up, you know, even in the little town of Hopkinsville that we were in. But yeah, we were yeah. trying to do a little research on the ride home because oh, Hopkinsville, we we found out was a, a town of about thirty thousand people. I think the two thousand sixteen census had a right around thirty thirty one thousand people, so quite a small town in southwestern Kentucky. Um, but just given its um, lucky path along this um, totality. Uh, for the 2017 eclipse turned out to be quite the mecca for eclipse viewers and they said uh, an estimated i think around quarter million yeah just crazy yeah. and we experienced that firsthand given that it took us about two and a half hours to get down from louisville which was our hotel spot um in no traffic and it took us about seven hours to get back 
in that exact same uh, distance, but just that much traffic. Yeah. Just insane. And, you know, at the end of the day, on the, you know, drive back to the hotel, even though it was taking six hours, we we just kept telling ourselves, it was worth it, it was worth it. And we'll Mm -hmm. get to that a little bit more as we keep talking. But um, I think really the main the main thing that i found amazing about this like i going into it like i i was excited and i you know obviously you know have read astronomy magazine have seen pictures of you know i've i've gone you know obviously anybody has access to the internet and they can go look up pictures but it's nothing like um what it actually feels like and what it actually looks like to the naked eye when you actually go and see you know 100% total eclipse mm-hmm. um and i wasn't really prepared for what that was going to feel like or anything and I, honestly i think that was the one of the best things i could have done is not really prepared myself completely for it because it was that much more of an impact on what mm-hmm. the actual moment even though it only lasted you know two minutes 40 seconds um i think you know i was i was geeked i i went out to you know get a gopro and all that kind of stuff a couple of days beforehand. I was, I was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I wanted to be able to capture it so I could look back on it and I could show my kids at some point. Um, but, you know, which is probably going to be another 20 years from now. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's kind of, I, that's kind of my mentality going into it. And, uh, I think there was a lot of people, like we met a lot of people down there mm-hmm. that that was the same case. They, they were like, you know, Hey, just decided a week ago to come to this, and I thought it'd be kind of cool. And we even met a guy from Texas that was um, specifically ended up, you know, propping his chair next yep. to us, and great guy, and ended up uh, really hitting it off, and he fit right in. And and he he said, yeah, about a you know week beforehand, he decided to come and do and watch it, and uh, and his reaction to the whole thing, like I just I look back at our awesome videos, so yeah, his reaction is awesome. It's just. For those of you that saw this eclipse, you already know. You, you've been through totality with us. Um, you've, you've seen it for yourself. And it's different. You look it up on YouTube. Uh, and for those of you that haven't seen it, that's just all the more exciting for you because we're very lucky in that the U.S. is getting a full a fully, uh, a fully full rerun of, of this total eclipse, essentially, in seven years, which is part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is we were so excited about this. It was such a life-changing thing, really, truly, that um, we want to share our experience over the airwaves here and, and build um, excitement for the seven years to come. So just seeing people's reaction, this guy from, from Houston, Texas, that was there uh, in, in Hopkinsville with us, just unreal. Like People are just blown away. They just don't even know what to say. You look back at the YouTube videos, I think people probably say a total of about seven words and they're all the same. It's, you know, oh my God, this is insane. You just can't say anything except that. It's just that type of moment. Yeah, and, you know, one of my, uh, you know, most proud moments of that day or that, you know, about the three-hour time span of the, you know, actual start to finish of the eclipse, right after totality, I... You know, the whole time I, I had, we we actually stopped at a drive through bar in Hopkinsville just because who doesn't want spirits during <laughs> a life-changing experience? Um, so I went in, you know, I got a, a pack of, you know, a 12-pack of beer, and we got these neat little koozies, which actually has one of the coolest 
It's actually Dick's Drive-In Bar in Hopkinsville. Nicest people in there. Yeah, uh, if you're if you're in Hopkinsville, go to go to Dick's Drive-In yeah. Beer and Liquor. It's it's cool. They uh, yeah they gave us a, a koozie for just just being there in town, and it says Total Eclipse of the Bar, which is just I I can't even express the, that's cool yeah that that's just great um anyhow i uh, got about you know 20 seconds after totality and i literally i i even said in our video that we have uh, i need to have a sip of my core's light to yes. sober up from that experience <laughs> because it was just one of those things that just awe-inspiring you can't it you know the the one thing that comes to mind is surreal it was just you can't believe you're actually seeing what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure if you're listening, uh, the reason you are listening is because you feel the same way. Um, and that's why I want to talk about it. It's just one of those things that's just, um, it could be once in a lifetime. You never mm -hmm. know. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, we're just a couple of young guys that want to sit down and just chit-chat, really. Yeah, sit so. down in a basement pub, drink a couple of beers, yeah. and geek out once a month about... Uh, eclipse talk in, in our experience and just building that excitement for future years so yeah it, at this point we're probably figuring if you're if you're listening to this now if you're interested you probably saw the eclipse and so you're geeking out with us and that's that's awesome hopefully you have a beer with you that you're drinking um, i would hope so i would hope so too or you're um, or you're you're looking to watch the 2024 eclipse and you missed this right. one that's that's the um, other and and so hopefully you know yeah. even if, if this uh, as this podcast grows um, I would imagine that it would go from people now, hopefully, you know, listening that are interested in just sharing their experience with us, um, listening to our experience, then to people that are excited about the next one. Because, of course, as 2024 nears, seven years from now, but that's really not that long. We were just talking about I was a junior in my undergrad of college. That doesn't feel like that long ago. It feels like a year ago. That was seven years ago. And yeah. so time flies. That'll be coming up on us before you know it. And so as that 2024 date comes along, April 8th, 2024, for those that don't know, is the next uh, total solar eclipse. Um, I would imagine more people that are interested in learning about it, maybe maybe at that time we'll start building in a little bit of a different kind of a program. But right now we're just geeking out. And, and keep in mind, you know, I'm learning with yes. everyone. Yes. I mean, I... I, uh, I'm definitely a, a novice, or, you know, in, uh, as far as this goes, I, I just, I just think it's one of those things that not many people, uh, really appreciate and take the time to, to read about or to look at or to go to. Um, and, you know, I think, uh, just based on, you know, some of my own friends' reaction from mm -hmm. it um, that were not in 100% totality, but, you know, maybe we're in the Midwest or Indiana or, you know, you know Michigan here. Um, I, I think there there's some people who, you know, and I think just don't really uh, appreciate it or really, you know, they, they maybe they looked at it for a couple seconds and they're mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, that's the moon and okay. Um, and you know, maybe it was a little overcast, maybe this, that, you know, you never know. Uh, but there's, I think going into one of the points we want to make, and that was, uh, from somebody who actually traveled, um, 
from the UK mm-hmm. to go to Hopkinsville. We were actually reading about this on the way down, and you know Matt was actually you know looking through some of the news outlets for Hopkinsville, and um, yeah, I don't know if you want to tell the, the just yeah. The, yeah. So we're we're looking on the way down. It, it was about uh, what a six hour drive to Louisville. Yeah. So from Grand Rapids to Louisville, uh, rented a car, drove down. Um, it was myself, uh, my father in law, so David's dad, um, David, and then uh, a mutual friend of ours named John, who will probably be a guest on this uh, podcast at one point cool or dude. another. Cool dude too. Yeah, just a a fellow, uh, someone who's the same as us who saw this. Is now a, a bona fide eclipse chaser. Yeah, um, and Just all around um, interest in astronomy and you know the cosmos in general. Just yep. just interested in it. Just somebody who takes time to look at the sky at night. Somebody who can appreciate so. a celestial event like yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, so. Going down, this quote was uh, from a gentleman that was visiting. He had seen, I believe, it was a a total eclipse that was through the UK. A few years, a few years back, with his daughter, said he was going to show his daughter it. He missed the totality, so they only saw the partial, and he felt really bad about it. So he said, "We're going to the U.S., making a huge trip out of it for 2017." Went all the way from the U.K. to Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Picked the best spot, obviously. I mean, it really, truly was bluebird skies, beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. Um, the it was the longest point of totality at two minutes and forty seconds. And his quote was amazing, and it was, seeing the partial eclipse, even if you're at 99.9%, is like going to your favorite rock concert or your favorite band in concert and standing outside and and putting your ear up and listening into the music. You still get to see it. You still get to hear it, you know, in the case of the music, but you're not really getting the whole experience. Whereas seeing totality, you are in the front row of your favorite band's concert, and you're rocking out. It's just it, that's the way it is. It's it's you're either on totality or you're not. You're you're getting the sweat yes. of the guitarist in your face like yep. that kind of. It's just it's one of those things like just picture your your you know most favorite band you've ever had you know, and you're literally right first row and mm-hmm. and that that person gives you a high five yeah or a slap in the face yep and then that's basically what it felt like a slap in the face yeah. it was just like. <laughs> But a good slap in the face, yeah. like a just a good like, wow. Uh, for that two minutes forty seconds, nothing else, at all. Not nothing like no work, no you know troubles with you know international troubles that we might have right now. Like none of that was in my head. Mm-hmm. It was just that moment, and that was just. It was r- truly a miraculous. Um, you know, I, I, I honestly, I look at it as a miracle that we can mm-hmm. we can actually see something like that. The timing of yeah. it all. Yeah, just, just the timing of it all, the fact that uh, we're able to see something like that, given the fact we only have one moon, and mm-hmm. just the the fact that it has everything has to match up correct, just perfectly, so the moon is just the right distance from us, and the sun's, you know, we're at the right orbit. It's just, it everything actually has to just absolutely be perfect for it to happen, which is... Um, you know, how often does that happen? It's it's just it's, it's yeah. crazy. You know, the last time it happened across, you know, the United States was you know like I said, about hundred years ago. So mm-hmm. that, the whole that US, kind of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah across the whole U.S. was hundred years ago. So it's just that that kind of thing, and um, just you just kind of have to. 
I guess you think about it. I think you have those emo emotions, and then you think about it after the fact, and you think, you know, wow, how lucky I was to see that. And yeah. uh, at one twenty-four in the afternoon, it turned to it was, dusk. It was dusk, yeah. So, um, and it, it was just, you know, in not only the timing of the celestial event, but the timing of like, you know, we're in this day and age where you know I could take my point and shoot camera and get a great photo totality. We weren't having to, uh, you know, put a box on our head with a pinhole viewer um, and see a little glimpse of the partial. Although um, you did make a tinfoil hat. Oh, I did make a tinfoil hat. Uh, <laughs> quick aside, Hopkinsville, of course, August 21st, 2017 was the totality event, the total solar eclipse. But in August 21st, 1955, there is one of the most infamous alien invasion stories uh, that ever came to be from Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And it still to this day is celebrated there. They have a little Green Men Festival year in, year out. Uh, they had some cool swag there that some of us in our group purchased. And uh, it really was cool to see uh, people geeking out about this sort of thing. Um, and even if they have to inspire some some excitement um, from aliens to get into uh, Eclipse talk, that then that's okay. Um, but... Now that we've talked about the build-up to our Eclipse experience, we will uh, move on in just a minute here to our actual totality experience, where totality is reality. It was reality. We have pictures and videos from it, and it was so cool. But before we do that, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with you soon. With another beer. So we are back from our break, and we both have another beer. Um, I'm now which drinking. Good. Oh, which is necessary. I was just going to oh, say. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you talk that much about eclipses. You probably already finished your beer. Hopefully, you, along listening, are doing the same. So now I'm drinking a Lagunitas little something something ale. Yeah. Lagunitas from Petaluma, California. It's really good. I don't know. I just decided I was walking through the store and thought to myself uh yeah that one it's just you, there's nothing you can do these days and age it's just there's so many so beers many. to choose so from many. you just have to just point and shoot yep. just hopefully you, you know but this is a good classic it's uh mm -hmm. gets the you know gets the taste buds going it's i like it nice and hoppy that's what i'm into so yeah 64.2 ibu so yeah pretty pretty happy i think if if i understand that correct international bitterness units yeah we live in Grand stuff. Rapids where beer is like literally, I mean, the, our town is called Beer City, USA. So uh, everyone and their brother and sister knows a little something about craft beer like this. So Yeah. And I, I shoot, you know, I, I spent some time down in Asheville, North Carolina, and uh, they've also been Beer City at some point. So mm. I mean, there's, there's, uh, and even uh, Bend, Oregon's the same. They, bunch of, I spent some time there and a lot of beer there too, and I think they've actually been beer city. I could be wrong. I'm probably I think, wrong. I think it rotates, too. or there's probably yeah. multiple. Oh yeah, no, it's it's every. It, I don't know when that gets voted on, but anyhow, uh, we hold the uh, the crown currently for yes. beer. So yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's us. So yeah, back you to know. back to eclipses. We we're gonna 
get back into now about like our, our actual experience. So we talked about the buildup, the trip down to Kentucky, um, what Kentucky was like, uh, how excited they were. Everyone in the town was so pumped. So welcoming, too. So welcoming. Yeah. I mean, just... you, go, you go into the visitor center, which is where we mm-hmm. went, because we, you know, our dumbasses went down there and we didn't have actual eclipse glasses. Yeah. Even though we had been planning this for a few years. <laughs> for three years. <laughs> we seemed to miss that um, <laughs> that uh, one small tiny item. But we did have a, my dad had the um, six-inch well, telescope with an actual solar filter for the telescope. Um, he's yeah. always had that. He's had that for years. So um, We did have some welding shields too. But, yeah. but as far as the official eclipse glasses... These we, things we were missing. We kinda, we're we were kind of rustically just going down there. It was, uh, which felt kind of good, you know. You just didn't. It's kind of an adventure. Yeah, by the know? seat of our pants for sure. Yeah. And uh, so every single uh, Home Depot and Lowe's we stopped in on the way home, or on the way to Kentucky, I should say, uh, was like, yeah, no, watch it on TV. Don't burn your eyes out. We don't have any. Sorry, bye. And uh, fortunately, we walk into the Hopkinsville Visitor Center, the most welcoming people in the world. They had hundreds of solar eclipse glasses, the official ones, not the fake ones, if you've heard in the news. Some people apparently were trying to extort money from people by selling fake eclipse glasses. And Crazy. By, by the way, that's the most that's, that's the most heartless thing to make a buck. That's I downright mean, evil. I can't I can't even I, I there's no way I could sleep at night if I was one of those people. But I guess if you're sleeping in hundred dollar bills then maybe you can, but um that's just, ah, yeah. just one of those things. Like, you think to yourself, those people really exist. Okay, well, it's not going to rain on my parade. I'm going to go down to the eclipse anyway yep. without those, you know, pieces of crap. And mm-hmm. we're going to find some real ones, and we're going to have a good time regardless. Yeah. But um, yeah, we did. that was the mentality. But We did find some, and they were they were uh, just so welcoming. They had lots of other cool swag. David and I both bought an Eclipse Chaser official 2017 shirt. Says Eclipse Chaser on the back. Uh, when we got back into Michigan, we wore it around. Yes, we did. We truly did. Uh, it's that cool. Um, the front of it has the whole partial going into totality. It's just a cool shirt. Lots of cool swag there. Uh, and then just cool promotion for their city too. So you know, Kentucky in general, you know, they're known for a lot of things. But one of the things they're known for is their bourbon and their moonshine. So some of their spirits distilling. And so even in the visitor center there, they had. They had promotions for some of the local distilleries that were, and they were hosting Eclipse events. It was so cool to see like every little church uh, or distillery or visitor center or library was hosting an Eclipse event. And that was the coolest thing is that not only they're trying to get people to come to their town because they, they know they can take advantage of the fact that they're in the totality path, but that they want their community to be involved too. Yeah. Um, and it just like just the coolest little brochures and everything that they passed out it was just neat so yeah. we get we get there uh we got we probably got to hopkinsville at what eight in the morning yeah we we left at the crack of dawn just because we didn't we had no idea what i mean first off we're you know we're just a group of dudes that are making you know we, we made plans you know like i said we we had plans to go to this for a few years and um you know, finalized the plans literally three days before just to track the weather. But we wanted to make sure we got there without a hiccup. Yep. And so we left 
really early. We got up, I think, at like 5 or 5.30. Yeah, really early. To drive down there. So, yeah, we ended up getting down there. I mean, first rest stop we stopped at to get some gas and some water because we heard there was actually literally going to be water shortage mm-hmm. at, in the towns of, that are in the path. So we decided to stop and, you know, get something before we went down there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it ended up being literally the first place we stopped at. It got crowded. And Very crowded. You, Yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, well, we better, uh, you know, hop on the horse and get down there. And, yeah, I think it was like 8.30, 8 o'clock. Yeah, got, to eight, like that, got, so. there, got there, checked downtown. Downtown was chalked to the gills with people, like crazy amounts and, and no joke, I mean, the the town really, um, you know, it was very welcoming, just the the people that were on staff volunteering their time. But I, from what I hear, most of the shops downtown were closed. They were just yeah. like, you know, we're just going to enjoy it for ourselves. Why open our businesses and have just hundreds and hundreds of people coming in? Let's Which, just kind of shut yeah. down the town. And, so, and they really did. And, but the town itself was... Totally ducked out, as we said, with banners and all sorts of stuff. I mean, honestly, that's what I would do too. I mean, um, having to having to work during something like that, especially oh, when you're in totality, would have been gut wrenching like, for me. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things. You have to. It's it's not worth the the day of business to to right. miss something like that. Um, but you can you can sacrifice one day. You can definitely but. sacrifice one day. So mo- we moved through the town and realized that we really didn't want to witness this wonderful celestial event from um, like a cityscape. So kind of decided to go around, found this park. It was called Rough Park. Uh, beautiful park, very expansive. That's actually where the visitor center was located. Um, and it was just massive, like absolutely massive. And so real cool. They had a, a NASA tent set up there with a couple of folks from NASA. I'm blanking on the guy's name. Uh, I'll have to find his Twitter handle maybe and post it on Twitter. Um, but he was there talking about kind of the eclipse safety stuff from from the eye perspective, but also some of the um, the types of uh, things that you'd see during totality, the specific scientific terms of some of the things you'll see, which in future episodes we're going to touch on some of that more science-based, science-oriented um, conversation. This is really just more us geeking out, but... And I I will add to this, when we walked up to the tent, um, we had actually planned what we were going to wear for this day. Yes. So um, Matt had a special shirt, and he'll explain that, but I had a special shirt as well, and I got to go actually last, about exactly a year ago, I got to go uh, on a NASA social event to uh, NASA Langley, and I got to witness an Orion capsule landing, so I had my special nasa langley shirt on and then matt you had yeah so i i was wearing a shirt back it was an it was an old school throwback when i was 11 and back in 2000 or sorry back in 2001 um i went to um nasa space camp down in huntsville alabama for which is badass i wanted i wanted to go do that when i was a little bit it it was cool i was very fortunate with myself and three other friends were able to go um it was like our birthday and Christmas present for the next two years, it seemed like, but it was well worth it. And um, I, I, I found, I was digging around, I found a whole kit of clothing, a sweatshirt, uh, shorts, a duffel bag, all this stuff. Most of it didn't fit, but I had one shirt that was an adult medium, and it fit perfectly, and it was super cool. Like a glove. It felt like a glove. 
So uh, for the day, yeah, yeah, it worked out perfectly. We're repping our NASA gear. Got some cool NASA swag. They had pins, stickers, and they they did comment on their shirts as yes. well, which I thought you know just touched my heart. Uh, the guy actually asked me if I worked at Langley, and I <laughs> said, "Well, I wish, but no, mm. definitely not." Um, that would be the coolest. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty cool. But um, we're actually planning eventually to go to adult space camp, which you know. If you're if you're probably if you're listening, you probably have the same, you know, ambitions. Yes. But, yeah. um, and I would hope so, because that's, I, I don't even, I can't even, uh, I, I don't think it's as good as being in totality, but it's probably right up there. Yeah, a good a good uh, <laughs> second place for sure. Yeah. Um, so just super cool. The NASA tent, you know, friendly people. And so we're thinking this is going to be the spot. This is going to be the spot where we're going to park the, the vehicle that we have and, and witness this insane event. So we go up to the, the volunteer coordinators, and lo and behold, every single swatch of grass that they had allotted for vehicles was sold out. Pre-sold out online. Um, just, like, unbelievable. You know, you look at this multi-acre plot, uh, and just to think that eventually, you know, granted it was 8 o'clock in the morning, but eventually during that day, it would be full with vehicles, people that were that excited. It was so cool in a way. But also, uh, you know, we we're kind of thinking, well, where the heck are we going to view this thing from? So uh, fortunately, we were able to find a little industrial park where um, besides the few uh, businesses at the very forefront of the industrial park that we were trying to sell parking spots for $30, 40 $50, we kept driving all the way to the back and found, of all places, an affordable dentures that was closed. Shout out to Affordable Dentures. Uh, you guys hooked us up with the best spot. If I, if I need dentures someday, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to you guys. We uh, got I it. might even go down to Hopkinsville for them. Yeah, but geez, I mean, it, we got a, the parking lot was empty. We got the first spot, uh, claimed our stake. Um, there was a nice, there was probably a one or two acre grass field oh, yeah. to and the it, right of it. Yeah, it was um, right next to where the actual main viewing point right the the it literally was about i mean heck probably not even a half a mile not even from like you know, it was it was you know from the actual viewing point in the visitor center and all that so uh and it when we initially got there it was pretty quiet but soon uh got started you know, to build i think i think people kind of realized um hey there's a field of you know about 500 feet down this way <laughs> that doesn't have any uh you know 30 dollar parking sign so um everybody went there and even even going to walmart before we went just to get yeah. some we picked up some lunch at walmart there were people all around i mean and i don't blame them it's i mean walmart's probably like you know we'll do this all day all oh, night for sure but yeah. uh yeah people the whole walmart parking lot was totally packed Yes, like full of every single parking yeah. spot, and that I mean, just like in listening to this, hopefully, if you went to this event, you wherever you were along the path, you saw this yourself. But if you if you if you didn't, like that's how crazy it was. Like when when social media is blowing up, and when you know the news is hyping this up, it it actually was real. Like the, the, it wasn't just this this fad or anything where. People are tweeting about it or liking it and on Facebook and things. Like people actually came to this from all walks of life, all over the earth. People were coming from crazy places like the UK, as we already alluded to. Um, oh, and, and, and 
many more places. I mean, I even heard somebody was talking about uh, there were actual countries that had bought out hotels mm -hmm. in the path of Tatali so they could come and they could have, you know, whoever it was, uh, I'm guessing somebody... Some wealthy folks. Wealthy folks yeah. or, you know, government folks from other countries that mm -hmm. they literally bought out hotels on the path of totality in, you know, Carbondale and in, in you know, all those places. Um, so that, that to me, that's kind of goes to show you, I mean, how few times this actually does happen when it's like in, you know, this big of a scale where it actually crosses the whole continental U.S. Um, something pretty special. And yeah. it's not just, you know, I, not just our, you know, the American folks out there, it's people from everywhere, yeah. which is, it's honestly really crazy in these little tiny towns that it actually went through. Um, I think very good just kind of shows to me, it's like, that's a very positive thing and very optimistic thing just to know that there's that many people out there that are, that want to see something like this and yes. experience it. Um, but yeah, to, yeah. to think that, um, you know, back in 1979 or whenever it was when a, a, like a slightly larger total eclipse came through, or was it the 60s? I, I can't really remember. We'll get the facts checked on that for next time. But people, it was just different then. People are looking through it through a pinhole viewer, and they can see the partial. Of course, they can lift the box off their head or whatever it is and see totality. But even then, it still isn't just hyped up, and it's not that social media had, or, or anything like that has propelled this into being a more surreal event. It's always been surreal. It's just the number of people that have access to it yeah. nowadays. And uh, the, it, the ability for NASA or other, other um, you know, astronomical societies even like to, to predict or hype up events like this, um, to talk about things like you know, the, the 2019 solar, total solar eclipse in Patagonia and Chile, uh, South America, like people from the U.S. are probably a bunch of people are going to go to that. But before that, before this time, no one would have gone, and it yeah. would have just seen a bunch of wilderness and went yeah. right on by. Yeah. Which is just brings a tear to my eye to think about if no one actually sees it. Yeah. But, no. Um, one, some animals, yeah. some birds, but which is good, good for them. Which I think that's a good point to bring up. Um, going into the eclipse. Um, just you know reading the you know local astronomy news outlets and you know nasa outlets they were you know really talking about what is the impact going to be on animals when this actually happens mm -hmm. because it's it, you go you go from broad daylight to dust. you know not not totally black but you know pretty darn close yeah um absolutely and what kind of what kind of really you know impact that's going to have on them like as far as a uh, you know what we can sense like sounds and you know and obviously we're going to be so indulged in what's happening but what do we notice as far as sounds and maybe the behavior of the you know if we have a dog with us and that kind of thing that they were really interested in that which i thought mm -hmm. was really good yeah um but just to go back to what we were talking about just showing up at affordable dentures we yeah, we were there probably i don't know we had about an hour and a half two hours before yeah, the actual first contact in kentucky yeah so hours. we were we were keeping track on twitter and all that on uh, you know what was going on in oregon and all that um which 
to us was kind of the anticipation just eating, eating at us. Uh, but I think one of the one of the biggest things that I noticed was the fact that nobody around, like where we went, nobody was around until just before mm-hmm. totality. And I think maybe that had something to do with the traffic, maybe. But uh, and then immediately afterwards, everybody kind of left. They kind of left. Didn't, yeah. didn't hang out. But um, I don't know. So hopefully, who knows? Maybe our podcast. Eclipse on Tap will inspire people to go to the 2024 eclipse, be there for the second that the moon starts transiting the sun through totality and all the way until it's done transiting. Because that was the one thing that we left. Like, we were absolutely blown away by everything. Just absolutely everything. But seeing so many people leave or come right as totality was about to begin and leave right after, it's like, it's not just totality. Like, totality is by far the best part, but the partial is amazing. Like, you get this build up to this partial eclipse. If we have the telescope out, as soon as we see that moon connect with the sun in any just even a sliver, it just blows your mind. And your yeah. your excitement is a whole new level. Your excitement for excitement for the partial eclipse has now uh, of course been exhausted and now it's been transitioned into I'm excited for the totality. Uh, for that next hour and a half it's just anxiety yeah. at the wazoo, but Yeah. I mean just walking around it's like I was pacing the whole time. Yeah. I was like, my heart was kind of like racing a little bit. I was pacing. I was just like, just cause you don't know, you don't know what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. You've never been, you've never been walking around in the middle of the day and had <laughs> yeah. the sun completely blacked out by another, you know, heavenly body in the yeah. sky. Like you've just never had something like that happen. So you just, you know, like you just know, you have no idea. I'm walking around. I mean, I'm sure you know, if you're listening, you definitely had the same experience or you want to have that same experience. And let me tell you what, it's like, I can't, I don't even know what to compare it to. It it was like, you can't, it was like nervous excitement. Um, but at the same time, you're still interested in what's happening, Mm -hmm. but you're just, so you're bouncing off the wall. You're going from looking at the partial eclipse to, you know, the anxiety is just killing you, eating, eating away at you to putting the glasses down, looking at the ground, pacing around, yep. just walking back and forth and just, you know, some of the stuff I said, I have no idea. Yeah. Like looking back at the video, I have no idea what I said. I, I'm talking like an idiot half the time, Yeah, which is kind of like what I am now, but I, that, I mean, I was, I was too. That's what I like. There, there had to have been maybe seven words that came out of our mouths, but it's like the photos and the videos, you look back at them and you, you're like, that's cool. But you just, there's nothing like being in it, and and that's what we want to share with anyone that's listening. And hopefully, a lot of you have already seen it. And and kudos to trekking out and seeing the eclipse wherever you did. I had a friend that saw it in Corvallis, Oregon. They got the first the first little bit of totality. Had a great experience. Had another friend that saw it in what was the forest in Carbondale called Shawnee? Yeah, I think it was Shawnee. Shawnee National like Forest. Uh, he had a really good experience, even though there were some clouds building up to totality. He saw it. Uh, I had a, a group of friends in Sparta, Tennessee. Just like kudos to anyone that went out and, and saw it. And then for those that didn't, hopefully this inspires you to come and see it in 2024. Or even if you have the the ability to see it in 2019 down in Chile, um, that would be unreal. I hope that yeah. 
if we could do that, that would be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I would. <laughs> yeah, that'd be unreal. But I'd, I'd lose it. But yeah, and I think uh, I think one of the things that'll get people to do that, and at least I mean for me, it's like I wish I could do that. But some of the footage that has come out since mm-hmm. then. But I mean, just to go to keep on track as to far as to what we've experienced, like um, I think. The craziest thing, honestly, was the just before um, what I thought was weird. I wasn't really, I didn't know what to expect as far as what it was going to look like um, just before. Like, I'm talking the first, you know, five minutes before totality. Right. And I was thinking, you know, it was going to be something where you would look up and you would actually kind of out of the out of your peripheral vision be able to see the moon mm-hmm. which is not the case at all because the sun is so bright yeah even the last sliver even, the last even the last sliver so it yeah even the last sliver the last you know little tiny bit mm-hmm. that had to get covered for totality it was it was literally like a you know it, almost as dim as it got be just beforehand was almost just like wearing a pair of sunglasses Yep, and then it wasn't until totality hit where it was just literally like somebody turned off a flashlight. Yep, in a dark room, um, and it was you could it, the craziest things. Right when it hit, you could see a three hundred sixty degree sunset, essentially. Yep, and you could kind of see. And you can see it in our video. You can kind of see. Now that I look back, I didn't. I probably didn't notice it then. But looking at the video, you can kind of almost see like the darkness of yeah. the actual, you know, body of the shadow coming towards us still from the west. Yeah. And it wasn't <laughs> totally dark right above us. It was totality, but you could still kind of see like the the shadow was still making its way over, which I thought was absolutely crazy, given the fact that it was you know seventy miles wide. Yeah. But yeah, and fun fact, I'm actually looking at the, 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 the pamphlet that Hopkinsville graciously provided us. The moon's shadow uh, crossed Kentucky at a speed of 1,449 miles per hour. So we actually felt that a bit. Like, you could you could see, if you watch our video, which I'll post on our Twitter, which is at Eclipse on Tap, Twitter, uh, follow it. Um, we'll post up our videos and photos and whatnot. You can go ahead and send a message too. Yeah, send a message. Yeah. Send it. Send it. Like right on the Twitter. Send a direct message. Whatever. We also have an email. Eclipse on tap at Gmail. We'll hit this up at the end as well. Which you know, we welcome anything because let's be real. I, at least me, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm just neither I'm just, of us. I'm just talking emotions. Yeah, we're yeah we are. We're both talking emotions. <laughs> we're both uh, very newly acquired eclipse chasers. Um, we've been both in the shadow of the moon and so have many of you and you've, you've felt what we felt. So, uh, well, yeah, we're not astronomers. We're not space experts. Um, we're not going to be like launching facts at you just for the hell of it. But at the same time, uh, we want to just share this, this moment. So, um, follow us on at eclipse on tap on Twitter and we'll post the video. But yeah, in the video, if you watch it, it's, it's from a GoPro I had on my head, which doesn't do a great job given its wide-angle lens of capturing the actual totality. Uh, the totality is still, the corona around the sun, around the moon there is still quite bright. The GoPro doesn't do a great job of capturing that, but it does capture not only the our reactions super well, which is like, kind of funny to look back on and awesome, 
uh, but it also captures the darkness. So the darkness that kind of succumbs the area and you see the shadow move across. Like by the end of the video, you see that right before totality is about to end, the shadow is on the other side of the whole video. It's on the mm -hmm. other side of the frame. And so that shadow is moving so fast, but from our point of view, it's, you know, two minutes and 40 seconds of just pure darkness. Um, well, almost darkness. Um, that glimpse of a, of a sunset looking, or a, a sun rise, really. It, yeah. it, it, you could call it 360 degrees sunset or sunrise. It's it's that weird of a color in the sky. It's like an orange, orangish, pink, pinkish. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's yeah. just a strange feeling. Even... You know, people that did see the partial, even back up in our hometown, where they were at about 85%. 85, yeah. 85% eclipse. So they, they did yeah. get to see quite a bit of the sun become eclipsed by the moon. But, you know, they, they're like, yeah, it got kind of like hazy, like right before a storm feeling. And then that's what we we experienced too. It's like yeah. what, what David said, feeling like you have your sunglasses on in the middle of the day. And, and then, you know, you take them, you, you, you just unreal like you don't have sunglasses on it's just that's the way it is you look yeah. anywhere anywhere and anywhere it's just it, it that's that's the that was like the most eerie thing about it is the fact that it was broad daylight mm -hmm. and hot as hell i mean it was it was 100 it was, degrees it was 100 degrees in kentucky um and it's just one of those it was so it was still broad daylight and it kind of dimmed a little bit and it got a little bit more dim and a little bit more dim, and I got to the point where it was like, okay, this is going to happen. But it, it wasn't like it was um, like a slow, you know, somebody slowly turning off lights in a room or something. It was literally, it got dim, and I got to a certain point, and then it just went totality. Yep. It was, it was, that was the weirdest thing about it. It's like, finally, like I had my glasses on the whole time. Saw the last little sliver go, and then obviously my glasses, it went totally black, and I looked up, and I just, you just see this black, literally, it looks like a black hole. Yeah. What I would imagine a black hole looks like. Yeah. With this glowing ring around it, and I'm just like, I just, literally, you can't even, nothing, like, and you listen to me right now, I'm just, yeah. you can't, it's I can't find the yeah. word to say, it's just, it's, it's just one of those things, you're just like, is it, is this really, do I, am I really seeing this right now? It's With unworldly. Eye, you know, it's but, truly unworldly. I, I feel it's yeah. just like to to see you know you, you like you have these celestial bodies, these massive, massive things out in space, just crossing each other at the right time, and you're in the shadow of that. That that just it. it I mean, for those of you that haven't seen it and you think that we're just like two geeks in a basement, which we are. Drinking beers, just hanging two out. Two weirdos in the basement. We're two weirdos in the basement drinking beer, talking about eclipses. But until you see it, you, you really can't fully grasp it. And we want to encourage you to, to to join us for the next time. Because we will absolutely be going to 2024. Which, as we continue this podcast, we'll not only bring guests on from our experience. We'll bring in the fellow people that were with our group to get their point of view. Um, maybe folks that w maybe just saw the partial and they want we want to hear their excitement for the next time that an eclipse is going to come. Friends of ours that only saw the partial eclipse. Um, and as the podcast grows, we hope to have a, a guest uh, on almost every episode, pretty yep. much. Um, and, and it will develop into being a, a structured podcast where we'll pretty much just be kind of shooting the breeze here, 
you know, having a good time in the basement here. But but also talk about some news about future eclipses um, that we, we already alluded to the 2019 eclipse. I think there's one even even sooner in Antarctica or something. We'll, yeah. we'll do a little research on that, but we'll also present some some maybe some facts. Again, where neither of us are uh, experts in any space-related field, but our enthusiasm has allowed us to kind of explore these areas in a way that hopefully we can sh- share some knowledge, and then you know kind of wrap it up with you know what's happening in astronomy now. So we can talk about something even non-eclipse related. So there's a, a satellite that's been orbiting Saturn now for how many years? Oh, shoot. 20 years? Don't ask me. It's been it's it's been orbiting for a long time, and it is now eventually going to uh, re-enter and just kind of collapse. Fall into fall, Saturn. Fall into Saturn. Yeah. And just that on its own, like something that's man-made by humans on Earth, that has now been orbiting Saturn and is going to collapse into the planet. That's like unbelievable. So we'll we'll, we'll kind of wrap up our episodes with something like that in the future. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, with that said, we want to you know thank every all of our listeners. If you, if you like this, please you know give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. We do have a Twitter, as we said earlier, at Eclipse on Tap. Um, and if you want to follow myself, Matt, I am at Matt D eight, as in the number N, and David, you're at David R Williams. So that's our Twitter so handles. If you want to follow us, we'll be tweeting up the wazoo about eclipse stuff for the next seven years, probably. <laughs> and, probably. And and uh, you know, I it'd be kind of cool to just get uh, honestly like everyone else's vantage point. If you have a photo, just yes. send it to you know the the eclipse on tap Twitter. And uh, and that I think that'd be kind of cool just to see where everyone else was. We have ours. We'll be posting ours on there. I think it'd be kind of cool. And honestly, it's like it, it, this isn't about you know us by any means. This is just about I just I think it'd be cool. Like I want to be able to hang out like the guy that we met at the eclipse. There's mm-hmm. more of you out there. Yes. Just be able to hang out with more of you. But you know we'll have to do it through. You know, the, the internet. <laughs> so, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to be able to have, you know, whatever it is, photo of the eclipse, photo, you know, anything you have. Uh, Reactions. Maybe the, yeah, maybe the photo of the, your group that you were with or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. And then we'll just, you know, kind of get ready for what uh, what the world has in store, what the universe has in store for us next. Yes, um, absolutely. So, so we, we are... Um, you know, fully excited. Even we, we've already started planning for the set for the seven years to come. Uh, we the group that went and saw the 2017 uh, ecl- total solar eclipse has already started planning for 2024. So don't think this podcast will just like fall off the wayside. Oh um, no, this is not um, just okay. We just saw this. We're really geeked out. We're this is for real. Um, we're going to be coming at you once a month at least to start, and who knows, maybe it'll. Be, be twice a month eventually, or even yeah. even more, uh, as we build up to the to the next total solar eclipse. It's so. gonna be it's it's gonna be a snowball effect. Well, I'm I'm excited. I think it's gonna be, uh, you know, month by month, year by year. Mm-hmm. Especially the more that we we uh, you know really. I mean, let's you know, right now, we're just we want to scratch the surface on it. We don't want to get too excited because it's you know we, we still got a handful of years left. But I think it's still fun to mm-hmm. uh, you know kind of. 
learn along the way and learn with other people. And, and honestly, if, you know, obviously there's probably, you guys probably know more than, you know, 90% more than I do about this topic. Or myself, so yeah. Go ahead and, you know, shoot us a, you know, info or a photo or something like that or anything like that. So um, we appreciate that. So Yeah, we want to we wanna build like a, a following if we can. And, and we're not here to, we're not here specifically to like, take advantage of a, of a celestial event like the eclipse. We are truly two guys, no joke, sitting in a basement, drinking a couple beers very casually and just geeking out about an eclipse and want to share that excitement with everyone else that can listen to this podcast or has access to this podcast, whether or not they've seen an eclipse or not. So with that said, we are Eclipse on Tap. My name is Matt and I'm with my co-host David and we will see you next month. Uh, we'll talk more about totality and its reality. See ya.